Welcome to the Perky Collar Radio Show, where we talk to entrepreneurs from across the globe to learn why they started their company, what mistakes they've made, what they learned from those mistakes, and they all share an incredible success story. Thank you for tuning in. Enjoy the show. Welcome back to the Perky Collar Radio Show. I'm your host, David M. Frankel. Today, I'm so excited to introduce to you Eric Simonson. He's the founder and CEO of Abundo Wealth. Good afternoon, Eric. How are you this afternoon, sir? I'm doing fantastic, David. Thank you so much for having me. Well, thank you so much for being here. Well, kick us off with the why. Why did you start Abundo Wealth? Um, well, did you say kick, kick us off with a lie? Is that what I heard? No, kick us off with the why, as oh, okay. in W-H-Y. <laughs> that would have been hilarious, by the way. That could be a great a great start to the show. Like, give me the wrong reason why you started. I think some, yes. some people could learn from that. But yeah, the, please, let's start with, tell us why you shouldn't start a business. <laughs> right, 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 right. Um, well, it's hard to begin with. It's hard. And it, is. it requires a lot of work, a lot of time. And you're going to make a lot of mistakes, which we're going to get into. Um, but I will give you my why. I'll give you my why, which is um, I believe that the vast majority of Americans um, who desperately need good financial advice and financial planning don't have access to it. Um, and that's because financial advisors traditionally, they are only going to work with you if you have a certain amount of money um, because they have certain revenue targets in mind that they want to receive. So normally that's $500,000 or more. If you don't have that, they're not going to work with you. Um, so that can be, you know, a, a huge turnoff for most people. Um, and then, you know, the second thing is just um, a lot of Americans are, are growing, I think, a little bit disenfranchised with the fees that financial advisors do charge. And so um, they're looking for a lower cost solution. And so the why is, you know, we wanted to basically create a platform that allowed financial planning to be accessible for everyone, regardless of their income, regardless of their assets, um, which had really never been done before. And we felt like that was just a, an absolute blue ocean of opportunity. Fantastic. So you have to walk me through the name Abundo. Is that supposed to be like a bunch of, or help me understand why you came up with the name Abundo Wealth? Yeah. Um, well, you know, all the, all the names you would normally think of in English were taken. So I immediately thought, well, what would be a good word in another language that I could maybe, you know, use? And abundance was something that my wife thought of. And I, I like the idea because again, you know, good financial planning creates abundance in your life. Um, and also we want to work with everyone, right. Which is an abundance mentality. So I ended up just going through Google translate and just going down the list from, you know, Armenian down, down to, I got to Latin and abundance was abundo. And I thought that was great. It was easy to spell. It was easy to say. Um, it really hadn't been taken anywhere. Uh, so I could really own that space if I wanted to branch out the business. And so I went with it. Nice. I, I thought it was a play on word from like a bunch of or bundo as, you know, they all have these uh, catchphrases for these kids nowadays. I wasn't sure if it was a catchphrase. It's actually Latin for abundance. So that makes even more sense. Yeah. And you know, it's a fun word to say too. Like we get a lot of comments, people just like it. So um, of course. Well, yeah. sometimes made up words are the best words for businesses. You know, like you say, you don't have to worry about trying to find websites with that name. Social media is easier. Uh, so it's easy that it's nice that your word isn't officially made up. It's another uh, language for the word abundance, which is what your focus was to begin with. So it worked out nicely. 
Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So those, so those are listening and having a hard time coming up with a name for your business. Look at other languages for the word that you're, you're trying to uh, emphasize in your business. So that's a great tip already. The show just started. So that's fantastic. Thank you, Eric. Wonderful. Good, good. <laughs> so walk us through, Eric, uh, some of the mistakes you've made in growing and scaling the business. When did the business start? Well, um, business started in uh, fall of 2019. And 2019. Yep, so so, give us some examples of mistakes you've made in trying to grow and scale the business. Yeah, I think the first big mistake was um, not tracking the right metrics. And I think this is something that, you know, I'd always known that it's really important to know like what your kind of your key business indicators are. And I think that for the longest time we were really lost in figuring out like, should we be tracking our, you know, profit per client? Should we be tracking our time per client? Should we be tracking our profit per advisor? What is it, right? That's going to be that really important wheel that, that really um, makes everything go. Um, so a, we weren't, you know, we weren't coming up with the right stuff and then B we weren't tracking anything really until recently. And so if I could do it all over again, I would have, um, and this is what I do coach others on. I would, you know, right from the bat, figure out, you know, what's the the growth engine of your business? What are the indicators that are going to create that growth and then track them obsessively and figure out, you know, what, what changes are you making in the business that's, that's positively and negatively influencing those indicators? Do a favor, say those three things again. I'm, I'm jotting them down. I'm sure my listeners are too. So we talked about the mistakes you made. And now you just tell them the most important thing is what you learned from that mistake was to track the growth engine or to come up with a, a growth engine indicator. Say that for me one more time. I'm going to make sure I write it down. And I want my listeners to, listen, to write it down as well. Yeah, it's figuring out what drives the economic engine of your business. Okay. Which is a really complex question. I realize that, you know, but it's not always... It's not as easy as just, I need to sell more widgets. You know, it could be like the time you spend building the widget, or it could be, um, you know, the, the cost of the raw materials for the widget. Like there's, it's really going to depend on the type of business, but it's figuring out what is that important um, indicator that's really going to drive the success of the business if you're able to uh, improve, you know, improve its number. Excellent. So what drives that growth engine? And then also figure out how to track that, that growth. Exactly. Yep. Exactly. Okay. Very good. And, uh, what have you done since then? Like, obviously how, I guess, how have you give me, can you give me an example of a company that you work uh, something that in, within the company or I don't know, if you're doing consulting with a client, um, and which are helping them uh, with their financial planning. Uh, just give us an example of you know maybe how you've changed your way of, of of driving that growth engine, as well as you know maybe where that where that change has has become successful for you. In other words, you had your mistake. Now you now you figure out how to solve the mistake. So our listeners now know to uh, to figure out what drives that growth engine. So show me. Give me an example of a way you've you've learned from that mistake, and give me some good results as you know as a result of that change. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Um, you know, we we thought for the longest time that um, the big the big thing that mattered was just um, how much time are we spending 
on any individual client and making sure that, you know, we weren't, for example, on average spending 30 hours a year. Um, and you know, we don't charge very high fees. And so that would be a losing proposition. So I th thought it made sense. Just, just track the time. Um, but really what, what we learned was that it was more important to actually track like advisor efficiency and advisor, um, profitability. That was a, a better indicator for us. And so what we've done is we've, um, using, also using all of the wonderful AI, um, tools that are out there now. Um, we've got this different metrics that we have a dashboard where we can look at, you know, what's the amount of time on average an advisor is spending on emails? What's the amount of time on average an advisor is spending on, um, preparing for meetings. And we're not looking to, you know, we're not looking to diminish, um, the quality that the advisor is providing, but we just simply want to make sure that, um, you know, the output is in alignment with, with what, what we're charging and with, um, what that advisor is making. Fair enough. Yeah. Cause I think, you know, some clients big or small, if they take the same amount of time, you have to start to evaluate, uh, do I want these clients anymore? Uh, obviously most companies, when they first start out, they take on some clients just to get business going and they start fine tuning who they want to work with. Like you said earlier, it's nice the fact that you don't just take on the big clients that have a half million dollars to, to invest. Uh, so I'm sure that's part of the growth process as well as, yes, you take on clients that have 500 bucks, 1,000 bucks, 5,000, 10,000, 20,000. But at the same time, the profit in working with them can also diminish quickly if they're taking a lot of your time. Has right. that been part of your, your growing process and your learning process as well? Yeah, 100%. You know, we... We definitely hold ourselves out there as um, a firm that wants to work with with everybody and right is available, um, which is true. But there are there are going to be you know there's going to be clients on every end of of the spectrum with um, you know some just require a lot of handholding and a lot of time and others don't. Um, and so it's yeah really fine tuning like our in those people that are just taking up the most time. Um, and then, you know, learning from that, um, can we be serving those people differently? Can we be designing our tools, our advice differently to maybe connect with them better? Um, yeah, it's, it's, you know, we're, we're a little bit unique and, and rather than turning away business, um, we're trying to evolve and figure out, can we serve clients differently based on their needs? at the same level, you know, same profitability level. Right. Cause that, so not, it's gotta be not working exactly the same with every person, but instead kind of meeting that person, um, with their specific needs and, and goals. Yeah. It's gotta be the biggest challenge cause they have very little to invest. And obviously every minute you spend with them is, is time spent, you know, so it's just a matter of, there's gotta be a ratio in there based on how much they're investing has how much time you can spend. But at the same time, they could start small and build up, you know, so you don't want to dismiss people. They're only spending 500,000, 5,000, 10,000. What, what is your minimum? Do you have a minimum for investments or? No, we don't. Yeah. That that's, that's what's different about us is we don't, we don't actually manage investments for clients. Um, we don't take custody. We don't do any of that. We just give advice. So they, oh, um, it doesn't matter if they've got $10 million or negative a hundred thousand dollars um, to us. Everybody's the same. We just give advice. Um, on everything in their financial life. Makes sense. So since you give advice, 
I love top three. I think it's I used to love it from when David Letterman used to do it on his uh, late night TV show. Give me the top three financial mistakes that a lot of your clients make that you quickly advise them to stop making. Uh, number one, just having and, their savings account sitting in in um, a Bank of America or you know Chase or just a big big bank earning. 0.015 interest rate. Um, you know, that's nowadays with interest rates being where they're at, um, you can earn four, four and a half percent um, in a FDIC zero fee account. Um, and so it's free money to, to just move, move savings to those types of accounts. So that's something where right off the bat, you know, we see, we see clients all the time where they could be earning two, three, four thousand dollars a year more in interest just by shifting where their savings is at. Um, that's the first thing. Second thing would be a lot of people emotionally want to try to pay off their mortgage quickly. Um, you know, they make extra payments, but just given how low interest rates have been for so long, um, most people are sitting on a three, three and a half percent mortgage and that financially just most of the time, um, does not make sense to, to accelerate paying it off because that rate is so low that you'd be better off using that money somewhere else like sitting in your savings account earning 4%. Um, so that's the second thing. And then I think the third thing is, um, you know, especially recently, there's just been a flood of people who have been really, I would say risk, uh, risk, uh, mis misappropriate. Is that the right word? They've been either way, way too aggressive with their investments or they've just been scared and sitting in cash waiting for something to happen. Um, a lot of people I think aren't, aren't, aren't at where they're aren't in the, you know, investment lineup investment mix that they should be based on their age and their timeline and their risk tolerance. Makes sense. And it's obviously nice to help them understand, Hey, you're this age, you can take on a little more risk or Hey, you're this age, you should back off the risk right? Uh, because exactly. you're retired five years, 10 years, 15 years, whatever the case may be. Yeah, exactly. So those Excellent. are, yeah, those are the big three. Well, Eric, uh, wrap us up with a success story. Uh, maybe someone that you gave advice to and is now sitting on some nice money and getting good results in their investments. Uh, maybe it's your own personal success story. Maybe it's a plateau, uh, a milestone, a number of clients. Uh, share with us a, a success story that really reinforces your why, not your lie, <laughs> but your why that we started the show with. Yeah, um, I would say, yeah, if, if I'm going to connect it back to the why, um, I'm immensely proud of how, how we've grown as a business. Um, you know, what we're doing is hard. Um, we're, we're really trying to carve a, a new path in the financial planning financial services world. And, um, advisors look at us all the time and they say, you know, how are you guys possibly making money? How are you, how are you building a business charging such low fees? And, um, and we just added our fifth, um, fifth financial planner, fifth advisor, um, and for me, that was a big milestone because it feels like, you know, we've kind of crossed over that threshold of, um, uh, you know, a minimum, minimum viable product. And we have something that's a real business that's going to grow, that's going to scale. Um, you know, we, all the heavy lifting and figuring out all of our key metrics is kind of, um, and they will never be done, but, but we got through the hard part of kind of figuring out what's going to work and how is this business going to grow. Um, and so hiring that fifth advisor and, and having now, you know, a, a, a fast growing team really, um, to me was a, was a huge accomplishment, a huge milestone to say, Hey, we did it. Um, this is working. Fantastic. Congratulations. 
Yeah, thank you. Uh, as we're wrapping up with your information, your website, social media, that's up next. Uh, give us a list of services. Obviously, you do consultations. You're doing uh, support for people. Is there a list of services that are listed on your website that people can get consultations on, like helping people set up certain types of accounts? Is there a list of things you're, you specialize in? So we can yeah, um, we do have a list on our website, but it's um, you know we like to say anything, anything, anything that uh, impacts your ability to spend, earn, or save money matters to us. So I mean, it's it could be looking at budget and figuring out how much should you be spending on a, on a given month. What are some budgeting tips? Um, we look at credit cards and figuring out what's the best cashback card, or the best travel card you should have based on your spending. We look at you know tax strategies and tax planning opportunities. We do benefit reviews for people through work. So, you know, what medical plan should they choose? Um, should they use the HSA, the high deductible plan? What retirement plans should they be saving into? I could keep going, you name it. Um, we, we are very comprehensive with our advice. Um, and we do all of that um, as part of just our ongoing uh, monthly membership, monthly fee. Okay. And do you advise on stocks, bonds, mutual funds, uh, set up trust, things like that? As well? Yep. Yeah. Not not so much trust. Um, that's going to be more in the kind of a lawyer um, space. But yeah, we definitely uh, help all of our clients with investments, and so making sure they're setting up a, a low cost portfolio of of um, you know indexes that's lined up with their risk, and um, helping them you know save a bunch of money on fees in the process. Uh, yes, that is always always part of our our ongoing conversations. Perfect. I, have a, I feel I have a good sense of all the things you do, and I hope the listeners feel the same way. So, Eric, wrap us up with the website. Obviously, I'm hoping all the listeners are like, wow, this guy is great. He can help me and guide me. And Or maybe if he can't guide me, maybe he can guide one of my kids or a friend or a neighbor or someone that's recently inherited money and needs to know how to best invest it and secure it for a, a long-term use. Uh, leave us your website, your social media handles. Uh, a phone number if you want to give that out, an email if you want to give that out, whatever people can use to get a hold of you to learn more and to, to start using your services. Yeah, yeah. Thank you for that. Um, so we're found online at Abundo Wealth, A-B-U-N-D-O Wealth. Um, you can visit our website where we have a lot more information. Um, we're also active on Twitter um, at Abundo Wealth, uh, active on Instagram under the same name. Um, also, you know, available on Facebook, of course. And then, yeah, if you wanted to email more information, um, we do have a link on our website you can email. Otherwise, um, our team inbox is info at abundowealth.com. And you can always set up a free consultation. Um, you know, we're not scary. We don't bite. Um, set up a free meeting with any, um, any advisor who's available on the team. Um, and you can do, do that directly on our website. Perfect. Eric, thank you so much. I learned a lot from you. That was great information. I love the fact that you reached out to people of all financial abilities to help them guide them uh, so we can all have a more secure financial future uh, as obviously the economy is shifting a little bit and prices are going up and so on and so forth and not wanting to live paycheck to paycheck. Obviously having your skill set and your guidance will definitely help us uh, have a little more comfort in the, the trying times that are ahead. So it's great yes. to have your as uh, accessible to you and your knowledge. Yeah, that's where, that's where we're going for us. So I appreciate that. Thanks, David. Thank you. Well, thank you so much for being on the show, Eric. Hope you have a wonderful evening. Thank you so much. You as well. Thank you so much. And you've listened to another episode of the Perky Collar Radio Show. Thank you for tuning in.
What is the Perky Collar? It is a collar support system for dress shirts. That's right, over 18,000 of these amazing devices have been sold globally. How does it work? Lift the collar, add the Perky Collar with the long tapered ends on top, lower your collar on top. Adjust to make sure it's even around the collar, and that's it. You've now transformed your droopy, saggy dress shirt collar to a brand new looking dress shirt ready to tackle sweaters, jackets, blazers, and the collar still stays nice and tall. How do you find it? The website is perkyllc.com. That's spelled P as in Paul, E as in Elephant, R as in Robert, K as in Kangaroo, Y as in Yo-Yo, LLC, LarryLarryCharlie.com. That's perkyllc.com. Get yours today, or if you're in Charlotte, North Carolina, visiting or live here, feel free to come by South Park Mall's kiosk located between Francesca's and Toomey. Best entrance is Maggiano's and Cheesecake Factory. See you soon. Look your best. Have a great day. Perky LLC is a clothing innovation company. We solve clothing-related problems such as a droopy, saggy dress shirt collar, the pocket square that doesn't seem to sit still properly, it unfolds, it falls down, the shirt that keeps coming untucked, collar stays that keep curling on you, and more and more issues with your belt, cracking, splitting, holeless belts are the solution. You can adjust them by a quarter inch instead of having to go up an inch or down an inch. What about that lapel you want to use as an accent color to match a dress or as a color accent to your wardrobe? This and many other fun fashion accessories are available at PerkyLLC.com. Beyond innovation, we also have fashion accessories, bow ties, you name it, from feather to blingy to wooden, even wooden ones that move, even wooden ones that showcase the skyline of cities all across the country. Check out PerkyLLC.com for all these great fashion accessories and innovative solutions. Are you ready to publish your own book? Do you have a story to tell? Does the world need to hear your story? Now is your chance. Go to https colon forward slash go go dot bestsellingbook.com forward slash perky collar radio show. That's right. It's as simple as that. They'll walk you through every step needed to publish your own book. And watch out, be ready to be an Amazon bestseller, maybe a Wall Street Journal bestseller, or maybe even New York Times bestseller. It all starts with a single step and having the right team around you. Again, go to https colon forward slash go, G-O dot bestsellingbook.com forward slash perky collar radio show. Look forward to seeing your amazing results.